Hello and welcome to the Wedding Dish Podcast. Grab your fork and knife and take a seat at our table as we dish on all things weddings. You'll hear stories and tips from real couples and wedding pros about love, life, and entrepreneurship. I am Sarah Alipin. I am the host of The Wedding Dish and CEO of Photos from the Hardy and District Bliss. And today I have my little French bulldog bud taking a nap in a sunspot. In uh, must be must be nice. A good way to start our Friday recording. Um, and today I am so excited to have this guest on The Wedding Dish. She's actually been here before. I think she was here in season one, and we had such a great time together that now we we're coming back. So we are going to be dishing today with the manager of Perfect Blend Band, Jackie Pitts. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you so much for having me back. Definitely. I think it's been um, almost almost three years. <laughs> yeah, I think it was 2019. I think it was fall 2019. <laughs> it was like, I'm trying to remember, but it seems like yesterday. <laughs> I know. Well, kind of like those two COVID years, like you can't count them because you didn't see anyone in person. And we, of course, got to record in person the last time. Yeah, definitely. I remember that. Got to meet yeah. My favorite bulldog friend. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's sitting right here. His ears are up. He's definitely wondering why he isn't able to participate and get all the scratchies. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, I'm excited to dish with you today um, because we're actually working together on an in-person event that's coming up in January. So January 22nd, we're hosting a couple social and... Um, it's a super fun event, and and we're going to have Perfect Blend Band at the event, like providing music. So yeah. um, it's just – I'm so excited. Okay. So <laughs> – all right. So um, – I know that there's a lot of kind of hype surrounding having a DJ versus a band, and there's a lot of like questions surrounding how you choose which one is the right fit for you. Um, so to start off, how do you go about, you know, what is the difference in the overall experience of a DJ versus a band or a DJ and a band? What's the difference between the experience of the day itself? Yeah, definitely. It's like there are positives for both you know so we want to debunk that djs and bands don't work together or they are like against each other that's not even the case um, when deciding whether you want a dj or a band or a combination um, it has to be like who are you as a couple um if you are traditionally you know a, a person that likes live music you probably would not be as happy with a, a, a DJ because you don't have anybody to interact with. You know, you do have some DJs that are very vocal and they are interactive with the um, with the guests that are there. But then you have those who are very good at their craft. They're just not interactive. So um, the plus of having a band is you have that interaction with the guests, with the band, with the singers, with, you know, the musicians. So um, I think you just have to really what is what is you? The when you're picking your music or picking your entertainment options, going and saying, "Who am I?" or "Who are we?" and what what makes you go, "Wow, this was amazing," you know. And if DJs are your thing, then by all means, do the DJ because if you ha there's some things that DJs can do that bands can't, and there's some things bands can do that DJs can't. And so, trying to fit um, what my mom used to say, a round peg in a square hole. That's when you have. <laughs> 
have issues, you know, when your expectations aren't met. But when you are literally like, this is who I am. I love concerts and I love, you know, going and seeing the band and watching them play and, you know, doing all the things that, um, that live music lovers like, then I would say check the band option. And it doesn't always have to be the band is so out of your budget. Um, because there's a, I believe there's a band for every budget, just like there's oh, yeah. a DJ for every budget. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's, <clears throat> there's a human element to having a band that doesn't always exist in the same way as a DJ. Um, and mm-hmm. there's a, you know, a diff, I, there's so many differences between the two, but fi- finding the part that is you is the most important piece, right? Like everything about your wedding, it should be your wedding. Um, your wedding. <clears throat> that's, yeah. And I think that's people forget. It's like, it's your wedding. It's a party that you're throwing really for yourself um, to showcase to others, you know, about you as a couple. And so it should be a hundred percent about you, <laughs> How do I feel? What makes me happy? You know, and we tend to go, well, you know, my mom wants this or somebody else in the family wants that. Or I was told that weddings need to have this, 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 and this. And it's kind of like, who said, you know, who said? When I was a wedding planner, when I started being a wedding planner 355 million years ago, um, we had, you know, the, that Bible, what was her name? Um, Oh, Emily Post, Emily Post. She told everyone had this big, thick book of the the rules of weddings and what you should and should not do. You know, it was this all these very um, stuffy, for lack of a better word, word, um, rules for people who don't live like that. And so now you're like, oh, I'm getting wedding. All of a sudden I have to be, you know, Prince Charles and, you know, when I'm doing this, things have to be this way. It has to be ordered this way. You have to have this and you have to have that. And I'm like, do you even operate like that? Like, do you live like that? Why would you make yourself uncomfortable on the day that is supposed to be honoring who you are um, and what you're becoming? I think it was backwards. And I, you know, and I, I I won't lie. I was one of those wedding planners is like, but the etiquette says, etiquette says, you know, but then when you realize that there's a very few people who live by the etiquette of weddings. Um, it needs to be just fun. You don't want to leave your wedding ceremony, ceremony reception stressed. Yeah. You sh- you don't want to do that. And so that's why I will say, you know, just really look at yourself and it's okay. Whatever you choose, it's okay. Whatever you choose, it's right for you. It may not be right for your friend who said, oh, I had this, this, and that. You're not them. That's so true. That's so true. I could not agree with you more. And actually, you just teed me up perfectly for the next question I have on my list. Um, So how important is the music to the overall wedding experience? And what are some of the things that you should consider when choosing your playlist for your wedding day? Um, I would say the things that you would, I would say that you need to really consider is, again, goes back to just being uniquely you. Pick the music that you listen to, not the not the music that your guests want to hear. And I know that may kind of sound controversial because everybody's like, what do your guests want? And when are they? They're coming to your party. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like 
inviting people to your house to eat and then asking them what you want to serve. Like, what would you like me to serve at the thing that I'm inviting you to my house for? You know, you wouldn't do that. You're saying I'm inviting you to dinner and then they come and this is what you have and they can partake or not partake. You know, you can be a gracious host and be like, oh, my friends listen to all of this. But if it's not you, I, you know, I cannot ring this bell loud enough. It it, it is not you you will not enjoy it. So pick music that is uniquely who you are. <clears throat> I used to tell people to like edify the, the union, but that's not always what you listen to. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, there's a, you know, there used to be like, oh, you have to be like my girl for the uh, daughter, daddy, daughter dance. And you have to do something where you're like pouring wisdom into this is the last dance that I'm having with, you know, all that other stuff. And yes, that's wonderful and great. But do you and your dad interact like that? Yeah. You know, if that's not you and you and your dad are like, we love, you know, Guns and Roses, or, you know, then that's your song, you know, that's your song because it means something to you and your dad. It has nothing to do with what it traditionally needs to be, you know. And I'm in a lot of um, Facebook groups where they're like, "Oh, guys, give me ideas of what my this song should be and what this song should be." And it's like, I can't tell you, I can't tell yeah. you what that is, you know. My husband and I, our one of our favorite songs is the jingle from a Ritz cracker commercial. <laughs> like, it's like when it comes on when we're feeling all kinds of lovey dovey, we we'll just send the YouTube of like, there's this video. And it's not a, I mean, it probably is a song. I think he Googled it and it was an actual song, but it was like the, yeah. the song that we liked was the 30 second Ritz commercial portion of the song. And we send it to each other. We've been doing it for like 15 years now. And you'd be like, oh, oh remember the song here, you know? And so it's just because it may, meant something to us when we heard it, you know, it brought something to us. So that's kind of what I would say when you're making that selection is start with who are we? What do I like? What makes me happy? You know, if you want input from your family and friends, get that. But that is just that. It's just an opinion. You are the final say so. And then I would also say with it, whether it's a DJ or a band, rely on their expertise. This will may be your first, maybe more than that wedding, but we've done multiple, you know, so we can give you ideas of, hey, we're this kind of, oh, yeah, we did it for this couple. This is some of the things that they did. And you can go, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't think we could do this, you know. So ask the, your expert, your vendor questions, and then they can help you sort through all the noise of what it is that you're yes. trying to do. Yeah, you chose that vendor for a reason. So use their expertise. Um, definitely, definitely. They can change the way that the song sounds. So, um, you know, if you if you want to embed something that's like spicy or funny that, that in, you all enjoy, they can change the way that it sounds so that it's kind of like an inside joke between you and your significant other um, or you and like your other, you know, sister-in-law that you have this special thing that you will both love. And then it's just kind of like an Easter egg in the day. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely that. It's like, you know, Again, there's some manipulation that DJs can do, but definitely there's more customization that you can do with a live band. Because like you said, I love Don't Stop Believing, but I really like jazz. Hey, let's do a jazz version of Don't Stop Believing. Can you do that? Yes, you sure can. You know, so it's like when you've got that kind of flexibility, um, 
you're able to do that with a band. I would put an asterisk here. You can't, I, I would not go to a live entertainer and say, all of these music songs, we would like, you know, these 30, 50, 100 songs, we need them all to be rock-esque or something like that. Um, they probably will be able to do it, but then, you know, there's going to be some additional compensation needed <laughs> for yeah. like fully customization. But again, that might be what you want. You may want... Um, perfect example of a group, um, postmodern jukebox. That's all they do. They take other people's songs and revamp it. It's the same as the words are the same, but the feel is different, you know? So it's just a matter of having that knowledge and having that team, um, that working relationship with that live entertainment team that says, this is what I really want to do. And is it possible or are you able to do that? I think that would be the question is all all bands, all DJs are not alike. Are you able to do this? And if you are, this is what I'm looking at. And then being able to have that conversation so that, you know, we can manage expectations. You know, that is kind of like the hardest thing to do is like if I don't know and you didn't say, how am I supposed to manage that expectation if I don't know? Yeah. That's absolutely accurate. I love that. Um, and okay, so we kind of talked about this offline, but and I think that this is such an important piece, and you did such an amazing job explaining it. I wish I'd <laughs> I been recording. Try, try all those I, words, like bring it back. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I want I want to have you talk a little bit about how music goes into um, setting the tone for different events during your wedding day. Um, so from guests arriving to the ceremony, to cocktail hour, to dinner, to reception, et cetera, you know, those different, um, the different pieces that then become the soundtrack. Yeah. Or, like how I'm teeing you up there. Yeah. Uh, I, I so see that. Good. I see that. You're yeah. giving me all, giving my words back to me. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, definitely, yes. Um, like we were saying before, it's like, I think if we need to, we should all kind of change the way we look at entertainment vendors. Um, entertainment vendors are, like you said, the soundtrack to your day. So what does that soundtrack do? You know, and if you use, um, think of it as a movie, the soundtrack moves the movie along. It's that unspoken thing that you don't even pay attention, but if it was gone, you'd notice it. Um, as you know, when in a dramatic scene, you don't even have to be in the room. It, you know, the music gets intense. You're like, something is happening. You know, I want to see what something is happening. You know, something's exciting. You hear the excitement in the music, you know. Um, Somebody is falling in love and it's the, you know, love la, 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 music going in. And usually at the end, it's this big congratulatory, like, oh, my God, you did it <laughs> type of music. So when you're looking at your um, live entertainment, whether it's a DJ or a band, they should be walking you through your day. You're setting the tone from the ceremony, if that's where you're having music, all the way until you walk out as a couple that the music should be that soundtrack. Some of it will be noticeable and some of it won't be, but it should be a building of the day. I'm I'm getting you excited. Like, okay, we got you through the ceremony, but guess what's next? It's the cocktail hour. Oh my gosh, we're <laughs> at the cocktail hour, but guess what's next? It's the dinner. Oh my goodness, this dinner is great. I'm having this wonderful conversation. And then it's like, guess what's next? You know, it should be like a building that you're, by the time it gets to the party portion of your day, they are so excited and so ready for it because we've been setting those little, you know, 
uh, gems, putting that into them the entire day that when they get to that part, it's like all they can do is, but yes, party, I'm ready to do this because we've already kind of set that tone and that expectation. So that would be what I would say. Um, Choose entertainment based on the experience you would like to have. And I would say you, and then maybe subcategory your guests. What is the experience you would like to have? You know, if you're like, I'm the person walking in the cornfield with daisies around me and airy music, then, you know, maybe it's more of a, um, of a song or music that is more like, you know, Beach Boys, you know, something very whimsical instead of I want this feeling and then I have hard rock, you know, that changes the whole atmosphere of the, of the, of what you're doing. So it's just a matter of what atmosphere that you would like to be set. And then that professional should be able to help you achieve that. Yeah. I love that. And I mean, when you think about movies that you've seen, and I'm choosing literally the worst example here, but it is the <laughs> one that I have in my brain. And I'm actually a little embarrassed I'm going to say it. It's like, I could breeze by this, but it's the only the only two I could think of were Titanic and Star Wars. So yes. unfortunately, I'm going with Titanic here. Um, so when you think <laughs> of the soundtrack to Titanic, you know, if you removed any piece of it, it would change the whole story. You know, you know, you intuitively know, like these are romantic moments or like these are fun moments when they're dancing. But the songs that you, the one song you actually remember is that Celine Dion song. Uh, My Very Heart much so. Yeah. So there's mm-hmm. like, there, you know, not every song has to be like big and meaningful and, and a loud piece to your day. But it's kind of like there will be those moments too. And I, yeah. I love the idea that it is a soundtrack and sometimes it's okay that it's kind of in the background and nobody's – but there, everyone is still enjoying the existence of the music, um, yes. which I think is a really important piece too. Yeah. And and there's always – and there's, there's a science to it as well, you know. Um, Everything there's there's no mistakes in the things that people put out there using the Titanic. That song <laughs> yeah. was teed up, you know. That song was teed up to be what it was. Yeah. So they couldn't have put "My Heart Will Go On" in the beginning because you wouldn't mm-hmm. have known what it was talking about, and yeah. it wouldn't have made sense at the end. So it's like it where it was put was strategically placed there because of yes. what they where they were trying to take you in the movie. And so they, that was the 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 almost one of the pivotal points in the movie where you began began to care about the two main characters and the journey that they're trying to take together. Yeah. And so when you think of the music that way, then you go, "Oh, you know, that's I I can hear that, you know, like when Hamilton came out, like right during COVID and everybody could see it. And I don't know about you and your family, but uh, we know the the Hamilton soundtrack in and out, backwards and forwards, (laughs) have the lyric book, like, like we love it. But that's amazing. my My children now have gotten so excited that they play the instrumental of the soundtrack and can tell you what was going on when those songs were playing because they hear 
okay, this is when Hamilton came and he was talking to, okay, and now they're in the in the office. They're like, okay, now they're walking here. And like, they know, and there's no words, there's no lyrics to it, but they know with the music where it was going. And that's literally what you're trying to do with your music is that um, you're, you're picking, um, you're setting the scene. And then I would say also one of the things that we get a lot is people wanting to pick every song that is in the in the set, whether it's a DJ or a band. And I would say, don't do that. And the only reason why I would put that piece of advice out there is that you're thinking in bullet points and the live entertainment is thinking feel. So you're, I want, don't stop believing, but then I also want, you know, Bruno Mars, whatever the song is. And then I want this country song. Yes, they're all three great songs, but they don't work together. And so I can't walk from, you know, Don't Stop Believing to um, Finesse from Bruno Mars. There's no easy transition. So I have to walk it up to there. I can have these three songs, but I have to fill it in with other songs to get me, whether it's key changes or tempo changes or, you know, whatever the vibe change, I can't take you from rock this to something else because those abrupt changes is what clears dance floors. Yes, and exactly. You know, is that abrupt change? You're like, oh my God, that's the fit. What? Okay. <laughs> you know, and they walk off and it's not because they didn't like the song. It was because there was no transition to get yes. them to that. And again, working with a professional will help you go, oh, I need to get from here to here. So I need to fill in this space to get you to here because I can't just turn on, turn off. We're not Spotify. You know, Spotify does that. They literally go, oh, we like this song and we're going to play this. Oh, you said you like this song too. We're going to play that. It was had nothing to do with each other. And you're like, why did you pair these two together? Like, that doesn't yeah. make sense. You know, so that's that's the the great part of working with a professional for them because they can take their expertise and say, okay, to get from Don't Stop Believing to Finesse, this is what we're going to need to do and make it work. So it's a collaborative thing. Like, here are the songs I would like to hear. Or in our, what we do is um, say, what are the styles of music you would like to hear? Because that gives us creative freedom to walk you to where you need to be instead of forcing us to fit a mold. Again, this round peg, square uh, square peg, round hole. That's it. <laughs> um, trying to fit it in there so that we check off the points that you have, you know? So it's just like, you don't go to the baker and tell them what ingredients to put into your cake. You tell them what the cake needs to look like at the end. And it's their expertise that you're trusting and hiring to bring you this cake. Use that same type of um, decision-making process when it comes to live entertainment. The, The performance is the cake. You're asking them for a chocolate cake. Yes. So that you're being specific. It's not just any old cake. Bring me any cake. I want a chocolate cake. I want a German chocolate. You keep drilling down to what you need, but you're still not telling them what to do or how to make it in the kitchen. You're relying on their expertise. And to go back to what you were saying about the soundtrack, you know, the music is changing the story arc. And if Mm -hmm. you were to take the pieces of the, like, I hate that we're using Titanic of both <laughs> people died, but I've Titanic. walked into it and now I'm going to stand in the space. We're going to stand firm with the Titanic. <laughs> but if 
if you know Jack and Rose had had the car scene with the hand on the where you clearly know that they were having an intimate moment um, before they did the dance in the you know lower part of the boat. Now I'm not even mm-hmm. doing a good job describing it. But <laughs> if you change the order of the movie, then it changes the way that you interpret the entire thing. So um, like you can't definitely. Take so the music is actually like at your wedding day, kind of walking you through the vibe or the story arc and telling your guests what energy level they should be at too. Definitely. Um, what energy level, what is the vibe of this entire event? Like, what am I doing? Automatically, if you walk into um, a wedding and they're like literally playing um, harp music and their strings coming in, you automatically go, okay, this is a little bit more formal than, than someone belting out, you know, at a James, you know, that's more like, okay, this is more like loungy type of vibe. So you, you've already kind of set what it is, the expectation, like this is going to be a little bit more formal, but here we are, you know, was one of the questions you, I think you're going to ask me. Um, about the uniqueness. The great thing about live musician is like, yes, you like the the sound of strings. You do not like classical music. Okay, let's play My Heart Will Go On on the strings. Let's play Don't Stop Believing on the strings. Like, because you create the environment of this is a very upscale put together thing, but then you get that your unique thing, but we are so, you know, journey. We listen to journey. We are so Bruno Mars, you know, this is who we are. So you've creatively melded, you know, the two worlds so that again, it's uniquely you. Um, And that's the great thing about having a live musician that you can uniquely you any song. Um, And of course, for our band, our musicians love it. When you go and say, I would like it to be this song, but I want it to feel this way. That gets their creative juices going. And that's exciting. You know, we can always play the recording. We can always do our version of the song. But when you're like, hey, I really want it to be unique, you know, then they're like, okay, let's do this. Let's figure out what unique looks like to you. Yeah. And I really want it to be elegant, but I want it to be back that ass up. And you can still make that. (laughs) And you can do it. And we have done it. You know, so you're like, did it's and it's like when we're doing things, I was like, we did a, a wedding um a while back and literally it was low key, all the raunchiest songs you've ever heard, but it was instrumental and it came across very thick. Like you you would see people's eyes go, Is that what I I think? You know, and that part, those are the hidden gems. Those are the ones you're like, oh my goodness, that is, that is that song. I didn't, oh, that is so cool, you know? And it's it's those things that you're, you want the uniqueness to be, you know? I think that makes you happy. It gives your, again, you're moving your event and creating the atmosphere for your, um, for your guests, but you're also giving them those hidden gems that gets their mind working. Like if they're doing this here, what are they doing next? You know, so now yes. I'm excited, you know? Yeah. I totally agree. I totally agree. It, and it's like it makes it more fun because it makes you kind of 
um, as you discover that there are these like kind of hidden gems or Easter eggs like in the actual music, it makes you feel a more personal connection with the couple that's getting married um, yeah. because you're like, is that the Super Mario's brother song? We did that. Because of course I listen to music and I don't play video games, but I know from back in again 1902 when the Super Mario's came out, I knew some of it. But they literally, the band took um, the Wii, the Wii game console. There's a, a like a, a hold song that they do when you're like transitioning or creating your character. And they've literally put it in as a transition song. And then you'll see people's head, like they're talking, they're talking, they go. And then they're like having, trying to figure like, I know this song. Where is this song from? What is come, you know? And then um, our one of our lead vocalists usually goes, did y'all hear that? <laughs> you know, how many of y'all have a Wii? You know, and then they go, oh, the Wii, <laughs> you know? So it's just, again, creating those little hidden gems within songs. And that was something that um, the band came up with. They're like, you should, this transition works perfect because these songs are similar, but we can put this inside in the middle and we can put it in there. So I, I think that is one of the, if I can, you know, ring the, the live band things, one of the things that we can do that I feel we do uniquely different. I don't want to see better because I don't want to be a competition with the DJ, but we can uniquely do um, for you to help you create that signature experience for your day. I completely agree. Um, <laughs> that, I love that so much. I just, I love music. Anything like that. I'm, I'm a big audio person. So um, I love like the way that it can kind of take you on a journey through the different – I love that we were talking about journey and now I'm quoting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put all those seeds into you so we, when we had this conversation you – know. <laughs> I know, I know. It was like <laughs> before we started recording behind the scenes, I she Jackie was like just went through a list of things that she was excited about like and was telling me, you know, about weddings and what like lights her on fire and I was like you just answered every single one of my <laughs> questions on my life. <laughs> I knew. I just tapped in. I tapped into Sarah's brain before and said these are the things that we're going to talk about. So <laughs> crazy in there. <laughs> minus two, minus two. I was like, I, I might look like I'm doing good, but there's, there's probably people like, you know, that remember the, the Disney, is it Pixar, Disney, Pixar, inside out where the people in the brain, the little characters are going around having the fight. I was like, literally, you know, the angry flame and the blue moody person are having a, <laughs> a whole fight right now. <laughs> like for me, it's more like Indiana Jones. Oh, <laughs> I love like, that we're still doing the movie thing here. Yeah, we're <laughs> swinging over the snakes in the in the pyramid. So <laughs> exactly. Um, so, what recommendations do you have for couples who are looking for like an alternative or like non traditional or offbeat? Um, music option for their special dances. So um, like parent dances or first dance or, um, you know, grand entrance or um, the processional or recessional, that kind of thing. I, I would start first with, um, is it important to me? Just because it's a traditional wedding moment, is it important to me? Does it matter what my 
mom and dad walk into in the ceremony? Or does it matter what I receive my significant other to? That's significant to me. I'm seeing him or her for the first time um, because we didn't do a first look or we did a first look, but this is the first time I'm they're coming to me or I'm going to them. Does that, is that what matters? If everything else doesn't matter, then it could be just the soundtrack, music that is this and that is that. Because especially in a ceremony, a typical ceremony should not be more than 30 minutes. An hour if we're doing full Catholic regalia and all kinds of stuff, and that's still kind of pushing it. Um, you have yeah. 3,000 people walking in and out, which again, I strongly suggest you don't do that, but if it's your wedding, be uniquely you. Yes. <laughs> but it's like, that is you, know, you, then do then it if, if it is not an adult. Yes. Um, but if it's not important, don't make it important. Don't give energy to those things. Um, you just don't want them walking down in silence. If you have a, a, a musician, have the keyboardist or saxophonist or guitar player, just play some music so that you have something that they're walking down to. If you need like uh, audible cues, like I need to know when it's the next thing, then you just let them know I need four different you know, types of music so that I know or the wedding planner knows when the next thing is supposed to, to go, then those things I would say, um, do that. Like don't, don't, I've seen too many couples spend so much energy on the songs that last 30 seconds that it's, it's crazy. They're like, oh my goodness, I need to pick this song. I need to pick this song. And then we're like, literally, unless you are walking like a snail it only takes you 30 seconds, if that, to get from the end of the aisle to the top of, you know, and even if you're doing the long stop and rock stroll, you know, it still shouldn't take you more than a minute to get in. Nobody is going to stand for the full three minute song. You're not going to hear the song. And even when we're talking to them about these songs, you know, what is the important part of the song? And no one's ever thought about it. No one's ever thought like, oh, the important part is like, what does, what needs, what are you trying to say in the song? Is it the first part of the verse? It's not even the verse. It's just the the hook and the chorus. Like, what is it that is important? Because if you don't say it, you're not going to get what you need all the way out um, through your day. So I would say that would be my first thing is like, pick, focus your, your entertainment or your music choices on the things that are uniquely important to you. And then build out. If, you know, like I said, the, the your um, significant other coming towards you or, or you to them, this is important to me because this song made so, it made us cry, was played the first time we danced together. Okay, those things make sense. Um, as far as like cocktail hour, honestly, cocktail hour is glorified background music. No one is sitting there going, oh, that's Bruno Mars. Oh, that's it, Sharon. Oh, that, you know, they may be like, oh, this is great, but they're literally, I haven't seen you in a long time. Can't you believe that Justin and Jennifer are getting married or, you know, John and, and Mike are finally doing it. And now we're doing in there. They're talking, they're socializing, yeah. getting they're hugging. It's they're all hugging, lots of loud smiles and loud talking, you know, energy put here, unless you're doing something experiential, like there's a thematic thing that's going through, which we are love to do as well. Like we are walking them into an experience. You know, you decided to have a themed wedding and the ceremony was the opening door into this roaring twenties, you know, 
um, bar lounge area. And so this thing has to feel thematic, you know, those are the things where you're like, okay, let's put some energy into it. But majority weddings, it's, it's just the networking time (laughs) of, I haven't seen you in so long. Oh my goodness. Can you believe, you know, transition. I love your dress. I love your dress. Did you see how great they looked? Oh my goodness. You know, um, snacky. I'm so hungry. I can't wait for the dinner. You know, those are the conversations that are tend to be happening during cocktail hour while the room is being flipped. It's not that top of mind to anybody. Um, unless of course you make it top of mind, like I said, with a thematic thing, then you get to dinner and that's again, another non, non, you know, climactic instrumental music or, you know, could be some vocals in there, but it's background music because they're eating and they're again, socializing at a table. Just think about the music that's playing in a restaurant. You're not, you're aware that music is playing, but you may not be aware of what is playing until it's something you're like, oh my gosh, that's the song I've always wanted. I love this song. And you start singing around aloud. But again, it's not the main focus. When we start going into like the reception and the special um, dances, again, we're back to what is important. It's like, I I guess it's like, if the theme of this (laughs) whole conversation is like, what is important to you? Um, We've had, you know, couples where the pet, the father has passed. And so it's a mother daughter dance in honor of the father. That made sense. You know, it was the Luther Vandross song, you know, dance with my father again. And that was an emotional time. It was for everybody because even while we were singing it, we're emotional because they're emotional because it meant something to them. It wasn't the checkoff, you know. Um, we've had, um, we had did one wedding where the um, father of the bride used to play um, this one song. I can't, it's not coming to my mind, but it was something he played to her when she was little. Um, basically, it was like I would, you know, something about Haley's Comet. I can't remember the name of the song. It's going to come to me right after we're done. Is um, it the train song? No, oh, no. no. It was, I just saw Haley's Comet. I'm terrible no, at singing. No, 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 no. It wasn't that. It was, um, I can't remember the name of it. But the words, because when the band first got it, they're like, oh, no, this is just is so dry. But then when they were like, this is the verse of the song and the chorus, it was literally like the song the essence of the song was um, the comet came, um, was coming and he was looking for it. And it came the day that you were born. And now it's coming again, you know, on this day that you're becoming a woman, you know, and it was, it Aww. meant something because again, that song meant something to him when he was singing it to her when she was little. So this was the perfect transition song. Like you were, you were like my Haley's Comet. We didn't know you were coming. And now this is the Haley's Comet for you, your new transition into life. Oh my goodness, tears everywhere. And it was not the, for us, not the great melodic song and big ballad thing, but it meant something to them, you know? So those are the things that I would say, pick those songs. And if it doesn't mean anything, you know, we've done things where there are no parent dances. They don't have that relationship. Okay. Don't even put, don't feel like you have to force it. The most awkward thing to be is at a wedding where a father, daughter, or a mother, son, or whatever combination thereof are trying to do the traditions and you see it in their body language that it is not who they are. Yeah. And it makes it awkward. It's already a, a, a time where it feels like paint is drying at the 
slowest pace, you know, and you want to play two minutes of a song and you're going and telling them, I was like, let me tell you, after 15 seconds of swinging, you're going to feel like you've been out there for an hour. They're like, no, we're not. I was like, yes, listen to a song and literally count 30 seconds. It is exhaustively long, especially when you're paying attention to it. You know, not like I'm driving and we're reading the radio and I'm doing other things. I'm being distracted. No, this is the main focus. We're watching you dance and you have to dance and sway in a situation that you would never be in. You are, it's, it's the, it's the creepiest feeling and it is super weird. Like I felt awkward. It's like, you're like, I, I never danced with my dad before. Like, and now I'm dancing with him in front of everybody and how do I feel about this? I'm, you know, I'm already self-conscious. I'm trying to make sure my hair is okay. Am I making my dresses like that? And now I'm doing this little awkward, you know, rock thing with my dad that I would never do. Then don't do that. If you want to honor him, do the, you know, whatever. Again, because journey is in our brain. Do the don't stop believing, you know, dance where you guys don't have to dance close and rock to each other. You can still honor him a certain way. So just again, like just be uniquely you. There's no, there's etiquette rules, but I mean, eh, <laughs> whatever, you know. Uh, Guidelines, like at best, you know, they're suggestions. They they're are suggestions. not hard and yeah. fast rules. Yeah, they're suggestions. The only thing um, I would tell my brides when I, back in the day, again, 300 years ago, when I was a wedding planner, I would say the only thing that's important about this day is you and your significant other. Nothing else matters. No one's going to remember. No one's going to remember what you ate. No one's going to remember the flowers on the table. No one's going to remember, you know, the cake that they ate. They're not going to remember. They're not going to remember the fancy acrylic stationery that they're going to do. They're not going to remember. What do you want to remember? And then that's how you paint this picture. And then when you're painting the picture, think of it like a movie. Like, what is what do I hear in the background when this moment is happening? Because those, well, you will remember. You remember the song that was played on at your first dance. You'll be talking about that for the rest of your marriage. You're going to remember that you cried on your mom's shoulder remembering your dad because he couldn't be there. And you're going to remember the song that was played. You may or may not remember the cake cutting song. You may or may not remember the garter, if we still do that, you know, the garter toss song, you know, you, the bouquet toss song, like those are not memorable moments. You will remember that the the um, the caravan or the, the train that you guys walked around the thing to this, your favorite, you know, song, you'll remember that. So those are the, those are the moments that we try to like emphasize because those things you'll remember. The other stuff, they'll, they'll fly past you so fast that you're not even going to, it's like you woke up one morning and then you're already back at your hotel room. You're like, did we get married? <laughs> like, did we have a whole party? Yes. It was a whole 12 hours of things happening and you remember nothing, you know? And the moment was caught by, by a phot- photographer and a videographer. I would say, here's my shameless plug for other vendors. If you need to splurge on anything, uh, vendors, photographers, videographers, uh, they are the timekeepers, the capsule, time capsule people of your wedding. 
their their job is to remember the things that you will quickly forget if it wasn't brought to your attention. So that's my shameless plug for photographers and videographers. <laughs> I could not agree more. Um, yes. And the things you didn't know happened too, because there's always the guest experiences that you don't know were going on. Like so-and-so cried during your ceremony and you had no idea that they were, they've never been emotional before, all the things. All of that. Yes. You know, definitely splurge there because those last way after the day. Um, don't forget us band people. We would like to be there. But, you know, the photos and the videos are there for for years to come. So definitely when prioritizing dollars, like I want to make sure it's memorialized that, you know, my daughter, which has nothing to do with weddings, but my daughter would say, if it's not recorded, it never happened. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, uh, it did, but I, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I love it. Well, Jackie, thank you so much for joining me on The Wedding Dish today. It's been so much fun talking to you about music and the different ways you can use music to express your relationship and bring people through your day and, and travel through your day and the story arc of it. Um, where can our listeners find you online? Where can they find the Perfect Blend Band online? Perfect. I We're more active on Instagram. So we are at Perfect Blend Band and we're perfect with a K. So P-E-R-F-E-K-T Blend Band. Um, our, our Facebook page, I don't know who's on Facebook anymore. <laughs> you know, depending on your generation, we're on Facebook. Again, Perfect Blend Band. Um, our website is, we keep it simple, perfectblend.band <laughs> where you can find us. Um, but definitely, you know, communicate with us the way that it works for you. If you want to DM through, through Instagram, send us there. If you want to send us a message through Facebook, you can send us there. Go to the website. You can um, you can connect on our contact form. If you want to send us a text, our number is 703-672-3167. We, that number accepts text, and we'll be more than happy to text back and schedule an appointment. We want you to... Um, we want you to feel that the band for us is a part of your team and not a chore that has to be checked off. So as long as we can do that for you, then um, we believe we're a great fit for you. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. And while you all are going and finding Perfect with a K, Blend Band on Instagram, social media, their website, um, you can find The Wedding Dish at The Wedding Dish Podcast on Instagram and I think Facebook. Um, <laughs> theweddingdishpodcast.com for our show notes. Of course, we will link out to Jackie and The Perfect Blend Band on our uh, description here. And if you would like to meet Jackie in real life and and me, um, and get to experience what we're talking about with the Perfect Blend Band and the music that they are playing, please join us at our couple's social at Mess Hall in DC on January 22nd, 2023. Um, it'll be a super fun event that is just very low pressure um, and just, I mean, it's, it's like going to your wedding day without having all of the pieces where you get to just be there as a guest kind of, um, but like a very special guest and <laughs> it will be so much fun. You'll get to meet them in real life. Um, and don't forget to tune in next week to The Wedding Dish. We have another amazing guest coming up. I am really excited and um, yeah, follow, rate, and review all the good stuff until we meet again.
Cheers, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>